Hello and welcome to episode 2 of Mead, Monks and Madness. In today's episode I'm talking about one of the best preserved Roman forts in Northern Europe. It's Porchester Castle. So this is episode 2 uh, of Mead, Monks and Madness and we're at Porchester Castle today. Now Porchester is a very cool place. I was there yesterday walking around, uh, walking around the castle checking out the Norman keep and the area itself originally was inhabited by the Romans in the 280s and they're the ones that built the sort of first uh, fort there the first structures and essentially uh, it was inhabited all the way through 500s and then in 900 it was turned into a bird to protect uh, Wessex against Viking raids and then in 1066 the Normans did what they did best and built the castle uh, within the foundations of the Roman fort. So what I'd like to do in these episodes is just give you a bit of a brief rundown of the history, nothing too in-depth, hopefully not bore you along the way. Um, but yeah, when we're talking about Porchester, the, you'll notice that the, uh, the castle itself is built within the walls, uh, the old Roman walls, and the castle's in the north, um, Northwest corner, and there's a sort of an earthwork and a moat sort of protecting it. And you've got sort of the wall and the gatehouse, uh, you can go on through. And as you go through, you'll have on your left the palaces, the remains of the palaces erected by Richard II, and uh, the main keep sort of in the corner. And you've got the Constable House and Ashton's Tower to your sort of to your right. Um, and yeah, pretty kind of pretty a small castle in terms of the castles I've been to. Um, it, the actual initial uh, keep itself is quite. It's quite concentrated. Um, there's a small sort of prison there, but the keep itself is huge. It's massive, uh, sort of multiple floors. Um, you can get right up to the roof. It's 100 foot up. You can look out across the uh, Solent. You can see the Isle of Wight. You can see um, Portsmouth, and you can see Fall Oil Refinery uh, over in the distance if you look in Southampton way. Um, and yeah, it's just sort of a very prominent keep. Um, Again, sort of such a cool place to explore, very well preserved, um, and now look, looked after by the English heritage. Now you'll see there is a church, St Mary's Church, that's over in the southeast corner, and um, the church itself, I believe, uh, was originally built as a Norman church there, and there used to be a priory as well, but the priory was moved about twenty years after it was built by the um, by the monks, and they moved it to Southwick, which is just a little bit down the road. Uh, but again, you can go and check it out. Um, they've got some preservation of the priory there. It was then turned into a mansion, I believe. But um, yeah, you can still go check it out. Another English heritage site. Um, again, so it's still looked after. Uh, but that priory was founded by Henry the First um, initially. Um, it was here that uh, Henry II met the Bishop of Evreux, who spoke on Thomas Becket's behalf during their uh, sort of dispute, the famous dispute, um, which, if you didn't know, uh, ended in um, Thomas Becket uh, getting being killed, uh, being martyred, essentially, for um, again a long, complicated uh, issue, but uh, yeah, ultimately killed uh, by Henry II's men. And the top of his head cut off and his brains apparently mashed by boots. Uh, but then after that, we jumped to King John. King John used it to base himself um, uh, for hunting nearby. It was said that he brought his hounds here. 
It was also here that he launched two unsuccessful trips to try and reclaim his lost inheritance, uh, lost to him by Philip Augustus, King of France, in 1204. Uh, this is the same King John that was responsible for uh, Magna Carta later on in 1215, where he uh, pissed off his barons, essentially, um, was demanding too much money, and they all um, decided that there needed to be some uh, laws in place. Um, the thing you'll notice within the actual castle walls as well, and what's been preserved very well, are the remains of the palaces, uh, the apartments, sorry, the royal apartments, were erected in the 1390s by Richard II. And you can just tell, I'll put a picture up on the Facebook page, but you can just tell that um, by the wind, you know, these were, this was a lavish building uh, when, it was, when it was made and when it was finished and completed. Um, it would have looked incredible. And the next uh, sort of event that would have taken place, or well, the next prominent event that taken place was documented, is in 1415, uh, Henry V, while he was making preparations at Porchester Castle for his campaign over to France as part of the Hundred Years' War, um, was told about a conspiracy to depose him uh, called the Southampton Plot. And the Southampton Plot uh, was a conspiracy that was supposed to depose King Henry V um, of England, revealed in 1415 um, and to be replaced with Edmund Mortimer, the 5th Earl of March. Now, what's interesting is they say the trial took place in Southampton, uh, in where the Red Lion Inn is today. You can go in there. Um, upstairs, allegedly, have the courtroom, which apparently uh, the trial took place. Uh, the conspirators were found guilty and in August of 1415 they were uh, beheaded uh, in front of the Bargate, which I find quite interesting. I'm often near the Bargate, often see that sort of reminded of this uh, quite a lot. Uh, the site played prom uh, was chosen to be the landing uh, spot of Margaret Ann of Anjou uh, when she arrived here for a marriage to Henry VI at Titchfield Abbey in 1445. And the castle was later visited by Henry VIII and Anne Boleyn. So they were both, they've been to uh, Porchester Castle as well. Now Charles I sold it, so this is the first time that the castle left um, royal hands. But unlike a lot of the castles in the south, and I think of Corfe Castle, and I think of Old Wardour Castle, uh, it didn't witness any fighting during the English Civil War of 1642 to 1651, but it did garrison uh, some parliamentarian troops for a short time. And then after this, it was then essentially um, a, a prison in the 1665 in the Anglo-Dutch Wars. Uh, 500 Dutch prisoners were held here. Uh, records indicate later on in 1747 that um, at this point, uh, it was holding a quarter of the prisoner of war population in England at the time, or just under a quarter, which is a, well, it was a lot of people. During the Napoleonic Wars in 1803 to 1815, uh, it was said up to 8,000 prisoners could be held here at one time. And they had prisoners from all over the world. They were they had prisoners from the French colonies, um, from St Lucia, St Vincent and Granada. 
And later on, these prisoners, some of these were transferred back to France uh, in, in other prisoner exchanges. And then the castle was abandoned in 1819. It was abandoned and returned uh, back to the Fisselwaite family. And later in 1855, it was proposed to turn it into a military hospital. Um, but they built Royal Victoria Hospital uh, at Netley, which isn't there anymore, but the chapel still survives. Uh, but that could be another episode in itself. Uh, such an interesting place. Referenced um, in Sherlock Holmes as the place where Watson uh, once trained. Um, and again, another great site, another great historical site, but I can bring that on to you in the future if you're interested. But one of my favourite things in the actual um, castle and the thing that English Heritage have done really well at this site is the museum. The museum's really cool. It's only small, uh, it's nothing too big, but the artefacts they found there from uh, digs I, I find just um, so amazing. Some of the things that always catch my eye that I, I love looking at when I'm there is the um, two little playing cards that are about the size of a two-pence piece. And I find they're just so well decorated. Again, I'll put a picture uh, on the Facebook page so you can see what I'm talking about, but I find them incredible. I find them fascinating. Um, but yeah, like, it's such a good site. And if you've never been, I just highly recommend you to get out there and go and check it out. And if you're interested in anything that I've sort of said, go and, you know, research on it, get some books on it, um, have a read, you know, find it fascinating, um, you know, get inspired. Essentially, like, this place is, uh, they're just so inspiring. They're just so good. But, um, yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening for so long. Thank you for staying with me if you made it this far. Um, I hope it wasn't too boring. I hope you learned something. Um, and, yeah, like, that's Porchester Castle. So much history. Um, such an old place. Such an incredible sight. Thanks again for listening to Mead Monks and Madness. Um, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, should have another one with you at some point soon um, and hopefully looking to get some other people involved as well so it's not just me uh, rabbling on. Um, have a bit of conversation back and forth with other people who are also uh, sort of passionate about learning uh, about these historical places and about history. Um, but yeah, thank you again for listening.